0: Please confirm the numbers once again of those dismissed and those issued with final warnings.
1: Good afternoon to you, Ike, and to our listeners as well. Let's start off with the total component at Merupi, Ike. It's actually 14,000 people who are working at Merupi. It used to be 21,000 some years ago. But that included the number of people who, at the time at least, who were sort of digging their foundations mm-hmm. and things like that. And obviously, as they finish with their work, then they move out, and then you have other people who are coming to do other things, and then they move out as well. So, so far, we have 14,000 admittedly. And of the 14,000, 3,000 were, were embarking on an that strike on Wednesday, and those are the ones that are facing now decision action from their contractors.
0: And those uh, that you issued out with uh, final warnings, uh, w- should we make it 11,000 then?
1: No, no, no. Um, the, the people who, who have uh, received uh, uh, um, dismissal notices so far, at least are uh, over uh, 1,000 of the 3,000. Remember, we have 3,000 who had a back contract, uh, 1,000 so far have uh, received dismissal warnings, and then the remainder, um, um, we are the, the contractors are working on either giving them uh, a final warning or the out. So then the number is like of the people who have been fired is likely to go up depending on uh, the variations between uh, whether people had been found before to have uh, been on, on some of these actions before or whether they, they are now starting now. So, so the number is likely to go up from uh, 1,000 who have been fired.
0: What has been the reaction from uh, those that have been fired and the uh, representatives from the unions?
1: At this stage, it's difficult to say as to what, what the the, the reaction is, because remember, this are happening on a one-on-one basis. So the, the contractors, it's important also to remember that all the 14,000 people who are working at New many of them are, are actually not employed directly by ESCOM, but by the contractors. So the contractors are approaching them one-on-one to find out to, from them as to why they were not at work. And, uh, and uh, those who, who are not at work, obviously, they also check whether there's any record against them. Some of them had previously received uh, written warnings for, for other things, including going into illegal uh, strikes. And uh, you cannot continuously get one, a, a written warning. So the ones who have uh, previous records are the ones who are now facing the things out. Well.
0: Have you had any feedback or have you scheduled any feedback report from those contractors?
1: Um, the, 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 there's going to be a feedback later this afternoon, not only with the contractors but with the unions. Remember the union, uh, this one union, which is NUMSA, um, had given uh, the, the contractors and ESCOM an ultimatum of today, today being Friday, for, for, for us to, to come back to them about the list of the that they made. So today, later in the afternoon, we're going to meet with them to give them feedback. And uh, this issue about people who have been dismissed or who have received routine uh, work is likely to form part of that deliberation. We
0: know that uh, publicly they've issued a statement uh, saying that uh, they will fight uh, these dismissals. Uh, your reaction to that statement?
1: Well, um, we, we, I guess uh, uh, at, 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 after this meeting that we're going to, meet, to have with them, we will inform them as to what our position is. It is important, though, to, to mention uh, like that um, the, the, the action of this meeting is not, uh, or the the, whatever action that uh, these the, uh, trade unions will take, obviously it will be against the contractors directly, not WSCOM. So we will get involved by default in a sense that uh, these contractors are working on our project. So, but uh, we will cross that bridge when we get there, but uh, so far we have a scheduled meeting later this afternoon for feedback on the, the requests or the demands that we had uh, placed on, on both Eskom and the contractors.
0: Just finally, how much pressure is this going to put on the grid, uh, the fact that uh, we've got uh, a dispute uh, within Midupi that we would like to see going online soon?
1: I, um, well, one of the things that has been sort of uh, um, misrepresented is that because of the strikes, then there's load no sharing. It will be it's not a power station in, in a proper sense of the word. It will be is a, is, is a is a construction site. It has not started producing power yet. It will only be in June this year when that first unit of it will be producing power. So right now, the, the, the fact that this lottery is not uh, as a result of the people going on
0: It is falling behind. Uh, we, we've we had uh, many postponements uh, that have uh, happened with regards to uh, the first unit going online. What kind of impact is this action going to have?
1: This one uh, um, I hopefully it's not going to have any deeper impact on, on the delays or anything because uh, so far it's only two days, which is yesterday and, and Wednesday, which so, and over the years, what we have done is to increase the, uh, the shift so that people can uh, do extra shift uh, so that we can take up on. So, um, I'm sure we will be able to recover very quickly
0: on this one. NUMSA's National Treasurer, Mpumzi Makungo, thank you for joining us. You've heard what Kulupasiwa had to say, that you have to deal with the contractors and not with ESCOM directly.
2: Thank you very much. I, I, firstly, I think I want to contextualize what happened. Members of NUMSA were not in a strike. What, we were, what happened is that management of those contractors knew very well that there's an agreement in place, which it says that once each and every completion of a unit, which is Unit 6 that everyone is talking about, workers are supposed to be paid what you call completion bonus. Because we know that after that commission bonus has been paid, and after Unit 6 has been finalized to be built, some of our members will not have work. Now, what then happened is that subsequently to that, the second issue that we are raising to the employers is that you can't automatically dismiss our members. That was even before we embark on a grievance process where we're submitting our grievances. It is upon those lines, and the last issue which we recorded the employer to consider was that in respect of the accommodation of all workers who are outside the, the Lippalal and Limpombo, there's a standing agreement. But there's an unsellerable practice in the light of cost-cutting measures where our own brothers and sisters... Let people and in majority in that particular establishment have been taken out on the previous uh, arrangement and they were taken to hostels. We are are arguing consistency and fairness, and this is unfair unfair labor practice by the employer. Those are the three things that we've raised to the employers. And guess what? When we presented ourselves to work yesterday, and, and all those contractors are proudly and boldly saying that we have taken a decision not to allow members to come to work because of safety. What safety are they referring to? If all these years, for the past six years, those workers today, they have been knocked out. They are the ones who have managed to produce and build Unit 6. And last, last night, whilst we're still engaging with our members, the employer undermined the Labor Relations Act in this country, sent an FMS to our members with they articulated to media that you are no longer allowed to come to work, wait for a decisionary process. You know, I know, that all these companies, even if they are multinational companies, once they arrive in South South Africa, they must subscribe to the laws of this country and all what you are arguing is that this arrogance of management of all these contractors, they are not helping the situation at all. Instead, they are forcing us to mobilize all our members in rally against the unfair dismissal. As you can hear the last spokesperson now who are speaking, he's very clear, knowing that his daughter wrong. And they're articulating that we've dismissed, we've dismissed, but that's wrong. You call me, you give me a fair hearing, I must have a right to defend myself on the allegations that are against me. I must have a right for representation. How dare it is if that you are not, after 1994, you dismiss a worker over an SMS. That shows Ms- the arrogancy of of all these contractors
0: that you are referring to. Mr. Makungwa, you did uh, highlight earlier that uh, there are grievances that you have lost. How do you take the matter forward then, given that the contractors uh, say this is a decision that they've uh, finally reached uh, of uh, issuing out final warning letters and dismissing some workers? What is the next step?
2: I do- if you don't do that, we want uh, leadership and, and, and members were are prepared to engage with management 24-7. We did the same thing when there was a strike in 2013, when it was the very same companies who unilaterally undermined the agreement. All right, we are telling that there's love in this country. If you've got an issue, whether it's a the whether it's a massive hearing, or one member, write to that member give that particular person an opportunity to present and to look for representation. We are calling for management. We are waiting for them to call us. We will defend our members, and I can assure you that we have not received anything at the moment All what right, we're hearing that there's going to be a meeting, and we shall attend that meeting objectively in trying to resolve the matter that is at hand.